It's disastrous because you've all got a track record. Of Record terrible. this. Huh. As the sun sets on the colossal whole of the year that was 2023, and we glare into the abyss of 2024 and its promise of. Flooding, searing heat, ferocious winds and an election. We've kicked off our snow boots, cracked open a bevy for a little natter in the apra... What the fuck? Into the... <laughs> <laughs> you just literally summed up last year in a link yeah. for this year. Yeah, amazing. Uh, well, it's the apra 2024. We're in it. Whee! We're here. Uh, we did say that we'd be back. Because uh, we did an episode back in November, uh, in no, in October, and we October. said, "Yeah, we're going to start in November." See you next week, guys. We did, but we didn't start in November because lots of things happened, including I moved house, Tim got employed, which is very irregular, and Jenny I'm had a still small used child to having a baby. Yeah, to look after. <laughs> Turns out they're quite hard, aren't they, Jen? Ooh, Them camp kids. It's a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> let's start with you being in teen with your child for yeah. the first time in the mountains was it everything you thought it would be you're there you're this taking the kid out I, of the alps for yeah, the first time I'm like yeah man i'm jenny jones she's going out she's radical she's gonna have a kid she's gonna get shredded it's gonna oh my be... god yeah here hold oh, my kid watch this <laughs> i got out there and Firstly, everything went brilliant with the travel. And I was like, yeah, okay, awesome. Got there. All my clients were really happy in their lovely Lux Hotel. I decided to be in a small French apartment because I didn't want to be making any noise for them. We get old Wilbur at this point. Wilbur is, at that point is five and five months, five and a bit months. Brand new. And we get in there to the French apartment. We all get settled in. It's a little bit of a tight squeeze for me and Jess, who is my boyfriend's sister, who's come along to help me with Wilbur while I while we're out there. So we'll go. You go get radical. Yeah. And then at 1 a.m. <laughs> in the morning, Wilbur starts projectile vomiting. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I was like, okay. And by the morning, um, I was in bits because he was all floppy. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, I was no. I was in France. I'd not I Dan wasn't, Dan wasn't with me. I didn't have any of the things I wanted. I was covered in sick. Oh. And I was just like, okay. So I spent the next day or two going to and from the medical center. I did not get on the mountain for like two days oh. and then i got the the virus too and my lowest point i think was i was like 2 a.m i was rocking wilbur to sleep and projectile vomiting into oh. a bowl <laughs> over him oh in a tiny god. french apartment oh my god and, oh yeah and i was like uh, yeah best snowboard trip ever <laughs> and uh <laughs> Jenny Jones is getting so radical. Yeah. And yeah. then oh vomiting in a bucket. Yeah. I got not even a full, I got one day with my clients. Um, and then we were all fine and it was time to go home. Oh, <laughs> oh God. No. And, that sounds and horrible. Then, 
When's your next one? Have you got another one coming? I got a day. I got a day with them. They they had a great time. Oh, and right, yeah. The day that I shredded with them was great. Uh, they rode loads of powder as well, and all the other days that I wasn't able to get up the mountain. <laughs> that was my first experience in the mountains with Wilbur. But never mind. Next time. I would say it can't get any worse. Let's not say that. So there you go. You've done it. You've done the hardest bit now, yeah? Surely. Who knows? I mean, who knows what will happen on the next one? Anyway, so there you go. What, tell me, tell me what I've been waffling. You guys talk to me. What have you nothing been to doing? say, really. Uh, no, nothing to say. Right, literally, okay. we haven't been snowboarding. Uh, no. I have actually went to the snow dome in Chill Factory. Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. I filmed a little bit for Ski Sunday. So that was fun when I met the guys from Snow Camp, the charity. Oh, snow camp. Amazing fun. charity. Fun little, fun little shred. Um, and that is it. We had some snow, didn't we? We had some snow, but I didn't get out of my snow skate. Did we? Have you not seen Scotland as well? Oh, wait, that's oh. we were talking about back then. But have you seen Scotland now? No. Yeah. It Ab- is absolutely covered in snow. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's brilliant. It looks brilliant. Get your butts there. If Ollie, you should get up there because you love going, oh. You say, um, you say that You say that all the time. I, on, I live as far south. I, f- I live further away. <laughs> you live literally closer to the Alps. I live closer to, to the Alps. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. there's a big bit of water in front of me in the house, which is irritating. So listen, shall we do the news? Yeah, let's do it. The news. Well, let's start with the fact that it is 2024. The resorts the are open. It's snowing, like Jenny says, all across the globe. And generally, it seems like winter is here and rocking. Uh, let's do a little bit of contest chat, shall we? Dave Riding got third place. A seventh career podium for old the Rocket Boy in Italy. That was good, wasn't it? Kirsty Muir, she's going to be out for the season with a knee injury. The uh, Aberdeen skier uh, is having surgery to put that right before the Olympics in 2026. We've had world firsts being thrown down on the snowboard. Ian Mattioli doing loads of spins. And Coco Marassi pushing the bar for women snowboarding. But friend of the podcast, Mia Brooks, has been crowned not only the Crystal Globe Big Air winner this season, but mm. also BBC's Young Sports Personality of the Year. <laughs> did you watch it? Did you yeah, see it? I did. I watched it because friend of the podcast, isn't it? Mia, we've had her on. And I yeah. watched it and um for some reason they kept cutting to you. <laughs> In your stupid, stupid oh, oh, there's a proud dad. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, it's like, why are they cutting to Tim? Surely her family's there. What's well, going on? Well, I know the reason to that. Oh, go on. So after the sports personality had finished, everybody goes backstage and drinks the British taxpayer license payers money uh, at a free bar. And so I'm going to spend beers. on something. Yeah, yeah it's got to be spent on something because it's not spent on the telly. Anyway, um, so... We're all chatting away. This guy comes up to me and goes, you don't remember me, do you? And I went, yeah, I do. I said, I don't remember your name because I'm really terrible with names at the minute. I said, but you, I worked with you at the at the uh, London Olympics in 2012. And he went, yeah, that's right. And he was the cameraman that I worked with. His name was Dave. And he said, oh, tonight I was on um, the crowd cam. He said, so I just kept focusing on you. So that's why <laughs> I ended up. Bobby was like, I was determined to get you on telly. 
was like, well, that's I'm like he's go. got a bit of a crush on you or something. Very, yeah, but it was so very... weird because it kept cutting to you, and I was like, why the fuck is it keep cutting to Tim? I know you, you know her, and you've known her for many years. I just, I just was like, surely the family. Let's get the family. I love that you're on there, but I was wearing my new grape coloured jacket as well. Grape. Oh, I've said pink. Do yeah, you remember sorry. the year Lewis Hamilton won it? I was sat next to him, so oh, kept getting. The scream would be like, and you'd be like, oh, oh. You sat next to Lewis Hamilton at Sports Personality. Yeah, why, and, why have you never heard this? Him and his brother. Um, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was cool. I don't know why. Because that was all there is to say about it. I was just sat with them. Because <laughs> he's a, he loves snowboarding, Lewis he's Hamilton. A shredder. Well, we do. Yeah, I, we've yeah. said this before that we want to try and get him on here. We're going to get him on. We will get, get him, him on. on the podcast. Somehow um, he'll get yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll but anyway, so that's Mia Brooks. Was that was that the roundup of the news? It was very good. It's got some other news, um, and that is it says here Tim already has six trips to the Alps booked in. So mm. you know, not raw, normally considered news, but would say that snowboarding six, six times is yeah. Are you offsetting your carbon footprint? You better be. Yeah. You better be. He's nodding. No, I am. Two of the trips. In fact, three of... No, four of the trips are being done on two flights. Do you know what I mean? So I fly in, do the two, and then fly back. Oh, I see. Fly okay. in, do the... That, yeah, again, that's back. not carbon offsetting, though. That's just... I mean, I pay the bit. I don't know. Look, man, you can't mm. have a go at me. This is no. the whole thing. I am Listen, no, we talk no, about it all not. the time. We we're talk not. about it all the we're time. Power ambassador. You can't... Lauren, I told you, you can't be hypocritical no. to me. No, oh, I'm, no, no me. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I think, you know... We, 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 we talk about it quite often on here. We just have to just keep it in the front of our minds, guys. Look, Ollie, I'll tell, you what's, I'll tell you what's happening, Ollie, right now. Is that <laughs> the snow. I'll tell you what's happening right now, Ollie. The snow is going, so you have got to get it while you can. Anyway, okay? no, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't mean to pick on you. I think it's great you're going away six times. Um, yeah, I've been quite lucky. A few jobs have come in, so I'll be away for um, a few times. Very still, excited. still doing the podcast though. We're still able to do that. What's your still way? taking the. I'll take the microphone with me. And actually, um, this can go in the news because EasyJet have launched Birmingham routes, Birmingham Geneva, Birmingham Leon flights after half term in February. Six quid. No. Yeah. Mm, not well. Plus your hundred pound bags. Yeah. Well, yeah. thirty-seven quid for a bag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But still, it's still cheaper than not obviously the best way to travel. Not much info on the snow train. I'll have that for you next time because the snow train is happening. Well, but... I've got I've got big news. Go on. I this year am not going away. Oh, oh Ollie. I know. Not not yet. I've just moved house. I literally have no money. Can somebody listening to this podcast please take Ollie away? <laughs> please. Anyone that's got money or a free trip. I'll go. I'll he... go anywhere. I found out something very interesting today, Jenny, that if you were to cut open a hailstone, I know strict. <laughs> what are you laughing at? No, I know it's strictly not a uh, snowflake. Uh, yeah. But it's hail, you know, mm. we're there. What do you think is inside a hailstone? Ice. Yeah. Well, yeah. it is ice. <laughs> but it's layered like an onion under a microscope. It looks like an onion. Layers of ice. How amazing is that? Well, why do you know this? 
because I was chatting about it on my potentially award-winning child's podcast that I now do called Today with Tonys, available to all middle-class families <laughs> with the ability to afford a Tony box and buy the podcast Tony from the top of it. Literally no one can afford a Tony box. No, they are pretty... Oh, hang on. Oh, who's that? It's Adam. Adam who? Adam, Adam Gendel, of course. Oh, let me in. It's freezing out there. Come oh. on in, come on in. Put your feet up, Gendel. Put your oh. feet up. Oh, I will. I will. How you doing? Do you have a seat down here? Do you want a drink? Do you want a little, yeah. little tipple? Oh, yeah, I'll have a little tipple. Can I sit by the fire? If, Take yeah, your coat yeah. off, because otherwise, you know, what's the saying about taking a layer off? You don't feel the benefit when yeah. you go back out. No, yeah. no, what's no. The... Quickest way to let heat in is to let the cold out. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's no. one of your that's one of yours, and I'm not even sure. Yeah, that that's makes not sense. Right. Yeah. No, that's it not a saying. Sense. No, that no. Does, that's not a saying. All right. <laughs> uh, what do you? What are you drinking? What do yeah, you want what's to your drink? tipple? Oh, I'll have a Bailey's. Are you please. A minute. I'll have a Bailey's. A Bailey's ice. Whoa. Yeah, on the rocks. Ooh. Have you ever had a Bailey's with orange juice? No. It goes the consistency of sick. Go on. <laughs> Go on. I'll treat myself. I'll have one of them. What's it yeah, going? All right. Well, listen, no. while you make that, while you make that, let me do this. Now, for the uninitiated, this is a man that quite simply needs no introduction unless right. he's being introduced outside of his hometown of Tamworth. He's a former pro snowboarder, the first original fridge kid. He's a filmmaker, a TV presenter, and a co-host of the devilishly addictive singing game show Taking the UK by Storm, FamousFirstWords.com. He's an avid football fan. He has a sweet method, never finishes a portion of chips. He's represented GB on his snowboard twice. He's got two Blue Peter badges and has a mural of himself painted under the arches near the snowdome. Go wild for the one and only Mr. Good Times. My best mate, it's Adam Gendel. Oh. Woo That's a really nice intro, Timon. It was Mr. a nice intro. Mr. Good Times. <laughs> <laughs> you added that bit last on to, just to add yeah, a little that bit. Just that just popped into my I, head. I, I am going to take issue. I'm going to take issue with that intro because you on. said mu Muriel. Muriel. <laughs> He's got a Muriel. Muriel's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> what, is what? what is it? It's, it's a, mural. a mural. A mural. Muriel is a character in a Disney film that has fish for legs. No, and... that's Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's Ariel. You're right. No, Muriel's the Muriel's Tony Collette in Muriel's yeah, wedding. Muriel's wedding. Oh right, yeah. Um, no, Ariel's the washing powder. Now talking of the mur mur mural, what mural? Yeah, drove past that three days ago. Still there. Still there. Gend, you are the only person that's been painted. Now this is under the arches at Tamworth, um, mm. under the main road by the snowdome. And they've taken all of Tamworth's best sons and daughters, um, prolific sports people and painted them and put them under the bridge. And Gendel is the only person that's not been graffitied. I oh, know. Everybody yeah. else, everyone, <laughs> all else. The others, everyone else has been defaced and had yeah. knobs drawn on their heads high? and everything. Oh. No. no. <laughs> Is that what the only saying? reason they saying, need a ladder Jack? to get to him? Why on earth wouldn't... What are you saying? They, they should have had me. No, I don't know. I, do you know why I think it is? Because we used to skate under there, didn't we? So, yeah. like, maybe it's all, like, skate rats hanging out down there and, the, and a snowboarder is just a bit cooler. So they don't want to, like, ruin the snowboarder compared to all the other sport, the athletes and the footballers and 
So oh, maybe like, they're well, just how left. many how many famous people are there from Tamworth? It must be quite. I'm trying a to small think who group. else is on there. The guy, the, the footballer guy. What was the guy who played for Leicester when they won the league? Marcus Albrighton. Marcus Albrighton. He he's on there. I can't remember who the other one. I, was, I think there was someone who did athletics or something. Jenny, have you got a mural of you somewhere? I feel like you should have one somewhere. No, I've got a plaque. Oh, that's good. <laughs> where's that's good. where's that? that your where's mural? Plaque? Oh, is that plaque? your mural? Yeah, where is it? This is the thing that kills me every time when I say explain this. Is a little plaque and it was not put on the wall, it was put on the floor in Down End. <laughs> so it's on the floor in a in my local town. Right. And I went that's there cool. and Opened it with my parents. What, like a star, oh. like a Hollywood star on this, on the floor. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. I will put that in the show notes. What you. can you walk along the street and find it? Yeah. Is there other famous Bristolians? Honestly, how many dogs have weed on that? I do not know. <laughs> yeah. Pooed as well. Pissed on daily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything. I honestly haven't been to have a look at it since I opened it. Having a mural is quite cool, though. Is it? Of your face, or is it just of you right? It's, it's a snowboarding picture of me doing like a front side air in a half pipe. I want to talk about you've made a film, you've made an actual film, yeah, like a, a real one. Tell yeah. us about it. Have you seen it? I have seen it. I've seen all 27 minutes of the 39 minutes. All right, that's how you're going. You don't know, you don't know the ending. That's I don't know the ending, don't spoil it. Like, is it um, got a spoiler? Is it? Is there a spoiler? Yeah, it can be spoiled. It's got a slight twist in the ending, but has it? Not that it's gonna, you know, it's not Shawshank Redemption. No, or what's the one with Bruce Willis? I'm trying What's to think of the, the ultimate twist. Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense. That's uh, the spoiler. I never saw that coming at all. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. It's quite well done, isn't it? That, yeah. That one. Um, okay. So, can you not tell me the ending? Because I'll be dead honest again. Like, I haven't got all the way to the end. So, please no, don't, don't worry. The it, ending. It's not a big. It's not a big. Uh, there's not a, a big shock ending, so it doesn't matter. But uh, it's a ski film, which is obviously, you know, I'm a snowboarder. I've never skied in my life. I've never even put a pair of ski boots on. Have you not? No, that's bollocks. I've, I never have. I've never put. I've, I've just come never, on. I sw- I promise you, I've never done. Not not for any reason. I haven't. I've never. Do you know how much? How, yeah. Do you not even know how much fun they are to to walk in? I'm sure, uh, they don't look fun. They look like RoboCop. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I've just never. I've never had a need to put ski boots on. I've just always snowboarded. But um, but anyway, we. My friend John O'Verity, who you've probably mentioned on here before, who's like. Um, one of mine and Tim's best mates is a snowboard and ski cameraman. Worked on the Free Ride World Tour for a few years, and he worked. And one of the skiers on the Free Ride World Tour was a woman called Jackie Peso, and he got to know her really well. Filmed with her loads, and she became a mum last year. And one of her other best friends, Elise Sorgstad, also became a mum, and they wanted to make a film about continuing their professional ski careers but after becoming mums basically and jackie said i know this british guy called jono who's quite funny because they wanted to make a comedy they contacted jono and then jono said well i'd like to do it with gendal and for him to direct it and he got me on board and then next thing we know we were writing a ski film and kind of coming up with a ski film from scratch really 
the working title was Super Moms. Um, <laughs> and it was like, it, and it was kind of, they just wanted to make something funny about skiing and becoming moms. And but they're also um, amazing skiers. Like the first, yeah, they're, the first they're, they're, so far is so good of their skiing. Insane, insane. They're unbelievable. Then well, yeah, like two of the best in the world. And what did was you that like? I was going to say, what was it like day one then? Because I know yeah. you went to Tahoe. You as a snowboarder, rusty yeah. legs. You've had a summer off. You've not even looked at your snowboard all year. <laughs> What was that like <laughs> in Tahoe having to carry a massive heavy rucksack on day one and chase two of the world's best skiers around? I was knackered. Like the first day, <laughs> honestly, you know, you know, I reckon before that, I don't think I even went snowboarding the year before at no, all. I don't think you did, did I you? Didn't, I of, didn't, um... yeah, didn't do any, maybe even two years. I think the most I'd done was maybe, I don't know, when, when were we in Verbier, Jen? For the for oh, the yeah. for the free ride world tour. Remember when we had all that powder? That yeah. was amazing. I think it's worth I think it's worth sort of making the audience aware as well that you've also got a, a young baby. Well, not a baby anymore, is she? I have. Um, yeah, but they were. The, yeah, I've got a daughter who's actually this, exactly the same age as Elise and Jackie's kids. But you so. had all that going on too, hence why you mm. maybe haven't done as much snowboarding in the last yeah. year either. Yeah, it hadn't really been on my like radar to go snowboarding for a while. They were exactly the same age, basically their sons and and my daughter, which actually like it bode really well for writing it because I could kind of come up with things that I thought were kind of funny or relevant things that weren't about skiing, but about just being a parent that I thought was quite funny. Or well, what was the reason for that? Why did why did they want to make it a comedy when you know? Yeah, I mean, why didn't they just want to go? No, we just wanted to feel about riding. What was their reason for it? Are they just um, funny people, or did they just I want think, to try something different? I think they just wanted to do something different. I don't know. I think that they. Oh, do you know what? It's a good question. I don't really know how the comedy thing came around, but I think they became kind of closer friends when they became mums at the same time. So they would talk about it, and then they were like, "Let's do a project about this." And then I guess they thought, let's do something. Let's try and do something funny. Because you, because you and I mean, you and Tim have a track record of it of bringing in humour into snowboard films. We've spoken about this before, but it's like it's an antidote to the whole sort of what's the word? Righteous, hey man, hey, man. <laughs> life's too cool. Yeah, so far gone. <laughs> exactly. yeah, you know, it's all that stuff, isn't it? And it and it and it's like, yeah, well, why we just can't we just have a laugh? Because you don't see many people do that, and I just wonder why no. they decided, yeah, fuck it, I want to do a, a comedy version. Well, we did. Me and Jono did do. We did a film for Legs of Steel, which is like another ski crew production company. Um, about I think that was in 2014, 2015. We made a, a film for them because they do these high end. Have we had? We've had one of them on, haven't we? Tim? Yeah, Paddy on. We've had Paddy, yeah. Yeah, Paddy on. Yeah, so Paddy's is you know one of the main guys at Legs of Steel. It's kind of his company. But we made a me and Johnny made a film for them. They wanted to do a comedy, so we made like a comedy documentary about the Legs of Steel crew. Mm. And Jackie had seen that and Elise's husband, Cody Townsend, who's like one of the biggest skiers in the world, he loved that film as well. That's like one of his favourite ski films, apparently. So he he kind of had said to Elise, had got, oh, these were the guys that made that film. I love that film. Yeah, get those guys to do it. When you rocked up, though, and you're on your snowboard, were they both a bit like, oh, okay, this guy's not on skis, neither of them are. Did you have to sort of win them over or anything? No. Or, was it like, or did they just kind of, the I don't know. Just... Thing, the luckiest thing was Tahoe. The first trip was all like, it was all resort stuff. 
Okay, so there was, fine. There was no, there was no snow really, because I'd only there's... met them on Zoom as well. I'd just been in Sri Lanka oh. on holiday, and I met them on Zoom while I was in Sri Lanka on a dodgy internet link, and I hadn't even met them. And then we were going out on the first trip, and we basically the structure of the of the shoot was two weeks in Tahoe, two weeks in Andamat, two weeks in Alaska, pretty much. And they were, the, they were they were they were the three wow. the three shoots, but the and but the Tahoe one was was like okay i'm going out there kind of we're meant to be shooting straight away so kind of meeting them and trying to like work out what works if you know what i mean we shot the first two days and i don't think any of it went in the film well some some ski shots did but none of the scripted things went in because we were we were just working stuff out it it took them a while to to realize that we don't only use little snippets if you know what i mean but i wanted to do long scenes for them to get into like improvising so we shot that seems like a mental mental length of time actually though that's six weeks in total for the whole mm-hmm. thing yeah like and, and you like you say you've got these like these they're small sketches aren't they but yeah. so what was the sort of like the balance between filming those and filming actual riding i'd imagine the riding took up the vast majority of the filming that was the knackering thing about it because when we did the second trip to Andermatt, you had to we, actually snowboard more. Well, we we there was loads of snow in Andermatt, so it was long days, like first lift and then shooting all day with massive heavy back uh, backpacks, and that's when the snowboard thing came in because there was one zone that they wanted to get to, and they called it the high traverse because it was a high traverse to get to. So for me, you. Like, was it your heel edge? Was it your heel edge? Heel edge. Oh, so go- goofy, goofy heel edge. And I'm not kidding. It was, it was, it was uphill. This traverse was like uphill, and like you could, you couldn't physically do it. No snowboarders were going to this zone. Like the, you, you'd get there, and no snowboarders were there because you just wouldn't go. Did like, you have to do that one foot thing where your foot? Just yeah, it was like had to do the one foot thing where my foot would go, and I'd fall back with a massive backpack on. And like Jackie, Jackie at one point was like, Kendall, hey, can I uh, carry your tripod for you and help you? And like the ask of shame, I was like, yes, please, Jackie, anything. Like sweating, unfit, feeling like a, a proper kook. I remember the mornings when we get there and they'd go, so I think we're going to do the hide reverse straight away. I'd be like, I feel like dying inside. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? Oh. I don't know. Were you like, should I shoot from the bottom then? We did yeah. something else, but oh, you couldn't, drone. Even, you couldn't drone. even do that. Because that was like at one point we did a loop and then the weather came in. They were like, well, the weather's coming. We'll just we'll go get a coffee and we'll come back. And I was like, no, <laughs> I could just wait here. Yeah, I'll just wait <laughs> here with my flask. But it's di- it's different. I've, I've never I'd never spent like I'd never like shot properly with skiers and they just use the mountain differently. They get they get, yeah they see different things and they go to different spots than snowboarders do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, Especially yeah. when they're radical backcountry skiers like them too. Oh yeah, they're amazing. And we had because we had their their husbands Cody Townsend and Rene Bakare. They were there on that trip as well. So you know they were just who are amazing. equally just as good skiers. Well, yeah, they're like yeah. The, two of the world's best best skiers as well. So you just with these four amazing guys and me and Jono, and it was really weird how you know I think we like we've all felt i'm talking to you you guys on this really that you feel like you're quite you know decent snowboarders all right big ed no (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say that regardless of what you said then no no no. i would never say that about myself ever ever no but but you are a decent snowboarder you've done a lot of snowboarding you feel but but on the on those trips me and jono were joking so we're like we are like the kooks here 
it's like simple as that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah, but they're world really class, funny. aren't they? I mean, you're not. Yeah. You're never. You're never going to compete with that. So if their husbands were there as well, um, who was looking after the baby through all this? The most <laughs> expensive Swiss daycare ever. Ah. Okay. It was insane because so that wasn't like built into the story. Was them? No. Like... Well, they well they were that that like the the husband. Well, it is kind of built into the story that bit that they are on that trip. Yeah. And there's a bit we kind of joke about um, about the, the dad stay back and and it's very and look, funny. look after the kids, and then they finally find a, a kind of daycare so they can all ski. But the reality was it was. That trip was really hard work because the, both their kids got sick as well. Ugh. They were jet lagged. They'd flown over from the States. It was really hard work. And going back to to what you were saying, Ollie, that was the thing of like we'd ski all day and film all day and then we'd come back and from about 4.35, then we'd try and shoot scenes and everyone was knackered and like... so Not, get... not into being funny at all. Well, and to their credit, like they were coming down and being parents straight after as well and like looking after kids who were... That, like it was so tiring that trip, and, and... I would have kicked off. <laughs> I would have just been so what angry I if I if that was me riding all day, then going down, having to film some bits, then look after. I'd be like, nah, fuck this. Nah, see you later. It was. I'm off. They, I'll tell you what they <laughs> they grafted. Like we all grafted on that trip, especially. But they they were like, at least me and Jono would shoot, and then by seven eight o'clock we would kind of down tools and chill but they were on full parent duty the whole time which is like oh. full on the um, other thing they they did is act and yeah. you did but that's another thing that they were kind of putting themselves on the spot for you know it's all very well yeah. going to making a, a ski film but to then say oh, i'm going to act in it because that's what mm. you both did tim and gendall you... it also it, you know it brings a whole another dimension isn't it because they you can rely on their skiing you can, you know, you know they're going to produce the goods when it comes to skiing, but actually to to write scripts and to say, okay, now you've done the skiing bit, but now you've got to act and you've got to do this because this is going to carry that bit. Because mm. we we made Ollie alluded to at the start, we made a, a mockumentary back in the day, and but I was curious how how nervous were you taking that kind of idea that comedy to a what is essentially a global audience and, yeah. and having yeah. to say to elise and jackie right can you act these scenes please can you do this was that were you nervous about asking them to do that um yeah and, I, and i'd say even after two weeks in tahoe where we, we filmed lots of bits and bobs i was still kind of nervous after that it was only after that trip before we went to switzerland it kind of it kind of twigged of the best way to do it was kind of just little moments and like setting things up more as opposed to acting as well. And I was kind of like never trying to get them to never act. If you know what I mean, just, just say it, just say it straight. Because, and just, because they weren't actors and it was yeah, worse. And and never try to be funny. I was like, if you ever try to be funny, it won't be funny. But that's, but that's the other thing as well, because you like, again, you as you've mm. both done, like you've it's very British humor, as Tim said, like taking it to a global mm. audience. So, like, did they get it as well? Were they like, Some, on... I think, yeah, I think so. Sometimes we had, we had a bit of like, obviously, like American humor and, Amer and, and British humor can, can clash a little bit, or you have different things, but that was all part of it in a way, kind of. But they were really good at kind of trusting us, mm. and we kind of put bits together every now and then and show bits and they would kind of go, oh yeah, okay, I get it now. You've only used that, me saying two words there. 
because it's kind of a punchline to a setup that you do. And you could set things up in voiceover as well and then just get a payoff look. And it's amazing how many things were like written in after after they were shot, if you know what I mean. Mm. You, like, so, is that, so is that with the babies or is that with the adults? Um, but with the adults, really. Like the baby, I mean... The babies were way better actors. They were good. <laughs> they played babies so well. Um, but yeah, I was quite terrified about it, about the acting thing. Like going over that to that first trip, I was like, "What if this is? What if they're whack if and they don't? They can't do it." And but, the, but, the, oh. but I, but I firmly believe you could take anyone in the world and make an. This will be good. No. Okay, yeah, no. I'm so no, I'm waiting. Back. You can here, take like, anyone, in the, anyone in the world. No, no, no. Let him finish. Let him finish. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to word this right. No, no. But if they're playing themselves, mm. which which Elise and Jackie were in this film, if they're playing themselves in the film, I was feeding lines to them off camera a lot of the time, and just getting most people. If you do it enough and you keep doing it, can repeat lines as themselves. Do you know what I mean? And if you, and and with with a bit of direction to keep it flat and keep it straight and not to, you can, you can get the pieces to try and work things out, but it was, but they were actually, they were good. I think they were good. Yeah, like, I think they are good. Um, they, they and, were and they really got, good. Yeah, they were really good. And they got better and better as the shoot went on. I think at first they had, they like the first few days filming scenes and stuff where, you know, you're, you're rolling on something for five minutes and there, and I'm kind of like, just, just, don't ever cut. Just keep going and just say what what comes into your head, and just we'll see what happens and what we'll works stuff out. I think maybe at that point they were quite nervous because they were like, "What are we doing?" But yeah. it was that was all like I, I had to do it to to kind of see what what they were like. But by the end of it, the last trip in Alaska, they they just got it, and they yeah. had the, they had their characters and they had their tone right, and they had the the delivery of so how go they on. were. It was your last trip in Alaska. Was that the first time you've been to Alaska again? Yeah, first oh ever. Oh my goodness! It was the best. It was the best thing ever. Oh really? Yeah. We after you'd done like that, you're filming and all those things. Did you have chance to do any runs yourself, or were I you did. just strictly filming? I reckon I did about five runs. Oh, but they were. But they were. The best they runs were, you've ever done. They were life. amazing. Yeah. Were they, they really were, long? Was your back leg no, just like? Uh, is it? Is it? It's all heli skiing, is it? One of them was. It was all heli. Yeah. Um, but on the very first day, we went up and we were like checking out a zone, and we landed somewhere, and then the, we were they were waiting for weather, and then the heli was down, and we we're like, oh, well, can we ride down to heli? I was like, really? Can we go? Can we ride? <laughs> and we rode down, and we it was it was only a mellow bit. But, were you like um, Jackie? Here's my tripod. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was like, I'm going to leave this with the guides for a minute, and then I'll. Uh, <laughs> you can take this. Ask them to carry something. Yeah. Um, like imagine, imagine that's the face. And this is a podcast you can't see. I'm holding my hand steep. That's the bit. <laughs> but like, yeah. there was a bit like like that, which is less steep. So okay. very good. It's not it's more visual. But we only we only rode down the kind of a little bit, not even on a proper face. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I dropped in and it was so fast. Really? I was going I was going so fast quickly. Like and I was like, well, bloody, I've got to put some turns in here to slow down because I was getting excited. <laughs> oh, and, and, and then and then that's what made it, it hit home because later on they did the steep face top oh, to bottom wow. and they put in about six, seven turns down it. 
And I was like, they are going so fast down that. I can't believe how fast they're going. And that's what you never get in an Alaska park. You never really, it looks, it just looks easy. And I was like, it was a whole new respect to them. And like people who, who ski and snowboard on those phase, it's just, you're going so fast. I mean, it looks amazing, but to understand yeah. how difficult sort of a technical feat that is to be able to actually do that, how talented you have to be to do that. Yeah. It's, um, and the, it's the hard waiting, to work out. Yeah. The waiting around. One of the most insane things is because it was like a half an hour flight to get to these certain zones. Um, and they would often go first to see because they were paying by heli time. So the crew would wait because they'd fly out. If the weather was good and the snow was good, then we'd film. So then we'd get on the radio and they'd be like, right, yeah, we're, we're filming, head out. So we'd get in the second heli and fly out to there. But one day they'd been out there for about three hours. And we were just waiting in the hangar, just waiting, drinking coffee, waiting. They're like, yeah, it's go time. We're going. The clouds have cleared. We're going. So we went out there, flew out half an hour, got to this ridge. And there they were stood, huddled up, freezing cold. They'd been stood on this ridge in the wind for oh, like okay. three hours waiting so then, by, then when we got there, we had to set up camera positions. It'd be like they'd drop a cameraman there and there and move us there, and then they'd get the drone ready. That'd take about, you know, 45 minutes, an hour. Then they'd get dropped on the top of the steepest thing. And this one day, Jackie was at the peak on this peak, and in front of her was like the nose of this massive cliff. And she came on the radio and we're like, okay, Jackie, what line are you going to take? What are you thinking? She went, I'm going to go off the nose of the cliff. And we were like, what f- really you sure yes, having like, no warm-ups no, no she, warm-up runs she just no warm-up run yeah and she was asking for us to guide her off and i was like i don't know if I'm, I'm not sure i want to guide her off this like thing so people were like other people were saying and then elise did her line so she was waiting even longer then elise helped to guide the line off this cliff because it was completely blind into like the landing was in a in a gully so she had to get it just right and then so she did it did the cliff landed it was so sick amazing but i was like the sickest thing about that was she was waiting in the cold for four hours before she did it and she dropped and she dropped in and did like two or three turns and then was off it and i was like that is that is insane like i'm stood up here like cold like and that cliff it would have just be dropped into the movie it is in any kind of other alaska part it would be dropped in there with no explanation no it's in the final Oh, I'm looking that for that cliff. now. When um, I get to the end, then you'll <laughs> see it. It's huge. It's a massive cliff. She does a big it? like daffy. Well, it sounds it was... amazing. But that was the thing. I was like, oh my god! I just thought she was just a legend that day. Yeah. But they, every day they just blew me away, and I was like, the, they're so amazing. I got that. cold waiting at the train station the other day, and I was only there for forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know man, next mean? time Tell you them... do that, next time you do that, and you're cold, <laughs> stood waiting still, and you're stamping your feet and you're shaking your fingers, just think. Could I just do two turns and jump yeah. off like a 40-foot cliff now? I hate to ask the grotesque question, but I'm going to, because it all sounds very, very expensive. Mm. Um, how? Who paid for it? <laughs> I mean, they go, we've got it helicopters, was... we've got six weeks of shoot, multiple destinations, kids, Swiss nannies, you know. It was... Um, <laughs> I th- I, Mate, I, I, have you honest... been to Switzerland? Chips oh, and cans of Coke are the most expensive on-mountain snacks you'll ever have. Right, Jenny? <laughs> oh my gosh! Many blew a whole ski Sunday budget. She blew a week's worth of ski Sunday budgets on a round of coffees and some chips. <laughs> Literally, coffee and chips—that was it. And we were like, 
how much? It's a joke. It's a joke, that place. Um, To be honest, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Those sponsors, obviously, a lot of their sponsors, their personal sponsors paid for stuff. And um, and then we got a lot of help from resorts um, like like Swiss. The Swiss Tourist Board helped us out uh, where we were in Tahoe in Palisades. That's Elise's home resort. So we got, uh, okay. you know, help with passes and certain things. But, um, so I don't know, but Alaska, yeah, it was, it was, it was expensive. You know, the most expensive taxis in the world, aren't they? And, and it literally, you see, it's kind of got a meter in it. It's almost like when the when the blades turn at a certain angle, you're on the clock then, and you're paying. <laughs> so it's like. And and when and, and when you like oh it'd be really good to just film over there and and like they turn the helicopter on to drop you two hundred meters over there you're like well, that probably cost a hundred quid to get there <laughs> <laughs> and then you get there and you go oh, it doesn't look that much different but, <laughs> can we go but back? I'll film yeah. it anyway yeah. yeah have you been to Alaska Jen you've been haven't you I've never ever been haven't you one thing I wanted I've always wanted to go but I've always said that I wasn't good enough to go. And um, now I'm at a point where I'm like, well, you better go soon because you're not going to yeah. get any better at snowboarding. It, but it, um, it's now a, yeah. I've got to do it before I'm 50. I've you decided. should do it. You should. And, like, I mean, that's the only thing for me. Like, I didn't get to snowboard that much, but I didn't care. It was more like no, the, the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the ski and snowboard geek, like film geek in me was like, I'm part of, like, filming in Alaska. That was cool. Yeah. And, and, and like, just the – just the sheer like it was just crazy like we'd wait all day and then at five six o'clock at night we'd we'd get the call and we were going so you yeah. and then you'd film you'd film till 10 o'clock at night because the the light was good oh, then what? so till 10 at night yeah sometimes you could be up there till like nine or set because the light it stayed light till or yeah about 10 oh, i think one day we flew, that. We that flew back cool. at no, no, no. so when were you fil- you you filming was, in the summer. It then? was the end of March. No, it was the end of March. But it's because it's so far um, north. It just yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's so gone. far gone. It's so far gone. I didn't Wait, know that. So, to declare, Tim, have you been? No, never. They oh, won't let him in. Should we all go? We should all go. Yeah. Did you know Alaska used to be owned by Russia, and they sold it to the Americans? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I think really that one really. The closest point during winter between Alaska and, and Russia is only four kilometers. I believe that. Yeah. It's because I used to own it. I sold it. Um well, Alaska Tourist Board, if you're listening, uh, we're yeah. more than happy to come out and yeah. record one of our podcasts. No, nah, we'll do two. We'll do two. Yeah. Okay. So finally, let's uh, let's let's wrap this chat on the movie, because it is boring, isn't it? Um <laughs> What? Just, I'm just genuinely interesting. This has been Ollie's best podcast, I'll tell you. Um, again, congratulations because <laughs> you've won awards. It is actually award winning. I joke yeah. about award winning quite a lot on this podcast, but because you've never won one. Well, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll win one one day. Ooh, again, what, what, what award? award? You've won awards for your movie. Yeah. Yeah. What? After Oscar we won. Now you put me on the spot now because I can't remember the. No, we won the Whist- the Whistler Jury's Choice one. In you want Whistler. me to Google it for you? Can so you, you Google it? Can, it? Oh, it's on the poster, I think. It's on the. Yeah, no, I'm going to get them wrong. No. But that's really good because I was going to say, it is. how's it been received? What what's the feedback been like? From you... everything I can. Uh, oh, there you go. IF three. Uh, oh, there's a movies. No, that was official selection. 
nominee best movie okay it hasn't been updated for the wins <laughs> but basically <laughs> we have won a few but i can't remember exactly but we did win a jury's choice one at, i think that was at if3 i think we won that uh which was pretty cool because that's like the overall judges saying it was like their favorite movie um oh, cool. That's cool. so it's that's one really of you cool. but it's when you look at uh it's more just the comments because when like elise and jackie have got a lot of followers on social media and when they post stuff about it and when they released it it, it got so many like amazing comments and like and then it was like wow thank god you know it's gone down well and people get it and people like find it funny and and it's something different and like the ski you know I, i'm not in the ski world like like they are so it's a lot of pressure for them to cut for their peers to to like it and so yeah from what i can gather like from going off the response and, and i spoke to elise the other day and she said that she'd been at a premiere and it, she said that the premieres are, have, had been amazing so they've done like a u.s tour and a, they'd been traveling like doing it all over and she said honestly when you watch it in cinemas with people like people are laughing at the right places and like it's really she said it's really been great to take oh, it around so good. cool well done again yeah well and Jono, but he's Jono's not here so you know well done yes yeah. Jono, Jono did work his ass off on that film so well done yeah. Jono too yeah. so right then shall we go for a run yes let's come go. on then get your boots on Gendo let's go take a run okay Ah, the chairlift. A piece of string that's dangled across some pylons over some very high mountains. This is not going well at all. This is why it pays to write something. Uh, then I'm sat just, on, just, what? just do it after. Do it after. Do it after. Do it after. <laughs> yeah. Everyone no, like just laugh. One. Use that one. Use that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, do, I'll put one in later. Right then. We're on the chairlift. Um, do you... You've jumped off the chairlift twice, lad. Yes, he has. Remember that, twice. Jen, at Meyerhofen? To- I well, I wasn't there, but I saw the video clip. I was always like, whoa, Gendel's so cool. Yeah, I always thought those people Thanks, were Jen. cool. Did you jump off or fall off? I jumped <laughs> off. Oh, you jump. um, Did you break your ankle doing it? I don't know. I broke my ankle later that day. How are you what were you doing late that day? I tried to do a backside seven off the big uh, kicker. Oh, that, I mean that's uh, yeah. over rotated, and uh, I don't. Yeah, I think I was high off my chairlift drop. Uh, probably <laughs> was. How high did you drop? Uh, I don't know how. Oh, God, I don't know. I want it in did the feet. You know? I want it to watch. the nearest foot. <laughs> did you know mid air again that you were? Were you like, oh God, you got this? What, what the chairlift drop? No, the the seven twenty. Did you say seven oh, twenty? Yeah, uh, kind of. No, because it was one of those ones where you do a backside seven, but you over rotate and you land on your toe edge facing up the slope, uh, and it goes, and your and your toe edge goes like your feet go snap yeah. back. Oh, it was one of them. The backside eight hundred and ten, <laughs> not divisible by one eighty. Mm-hmm. But the chairlift drop, I knew I got that. The first attempt at that, I got that really wrong. I went, I landed at the bottom. I, I timed it. I, I timed it so late. I, I got off. So, you you don't realize how fast the chairlifts move, because I was like. You mean I'm the gonna... bottom of the transition? Like, well, you... funny, yeah, just explain. Like, well, drop, 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 yeah. Yeah. Underneath the chairlift was a big hip jump. Oh, I see. So okay, you right. would ride down the slope and go off this massive hip jump, which was probably a good twelve foot high. Gendel was coming up the chairlift, which went over the takeoff of the hip jump. So he was 
aiming to jump out of the chair and land in the takeoff of the hip jump. Oh right, yes. okay, S- slick as, but yeah, would have would have been rad. Yeah, but well, it was rad eventually. The first one wasn't so of rad the, of the takeoff and landed at the bottom. The bottom of <laughs> the bottom of the takeoff of the yeah of the takeoff. Yeah, I went up because I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to get it. And I, and I went. And as I, I remember really clearly as I pushed off the chair, I, like the chair that I just kept moving forward, and I just drifted away from the transition oh, and landed yeah. at the bottom. And there, that that was a sequence in Transworld. Um, it was like You're a. Wow. It was like a, it was a full. It was Nick Hamilton took it. It was like the Transworld photographer. It was a. It was like a, it was a, the slam of the week or whatever. And I, because it looks really bad, I land at the bottom of the transition and I bend like really far forward over my front leg, but it didn't actually hurt. And then I was just like, oh, okay, I get it now. And then, and then I went round and did it again, and I got it right the second. And but I dropped the, the the time when I got it right, I went really early, and I thought I'd gone too early, but I didn't. I it it, it caught the transition just right. Uh, so. Lad. It was good. I remember. That, yeah. um, right. We're on the chairlift. What kind of chairlift are we oh, yeah, on? We're on? We're on the chairlift, yeah. Yeah, what's, um, your, what's your chairlift of choice? My chairlift? Yeah, why not? Well, anyway. Um, Favourite chairlift in the whole world. Do you know what I used to like, Jen, and you'll like this one? Remember the solar coaster? In Whistler? In Whistler. Yeah, yeah, in Blackcomb. How many yeah. laps of the solar coaster? And it would go over the half pipe and then the, and then the park. And then the park. That, yeah. that. That yeah, there's a, there's a one on Blackcomb Mountain. I don't, I don't know if it's even there anymore. Maybe it's not. Must be. But any old school Whistler season airs from 2000, early 2000s would know that that was the the place to be. Was on the solar coaster, and I reckon we do about 40 laps a day of it. Oh my <laughs> god, really? Yeah, I yeah. just it can't I have been long. It. How long was it? Loved it. Didn't it was we? fast. It. it was one of the fast. It was so good because you do the park. You do a full run through the park, start off with the small park, then through the big park, then through the pipe. You could get along to the pipe, yeah. do a run through the pipe, then you'd rip down the like cat tracks, and then you'd be at the bottom of Solar Coast and you'd go do it again. And that, is, that would be like your day in there. It was yeah. so fun. Yeah. So I'm going to say Solar Coaster. You have your lunch at the bottom of the half pipe. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. so fun. Well, chairlifts are the perfect place to share incredible stories. Brilliant stories, wonderful stories. Um, maybe you did on the solar coaster. I'm sure you did. So, do you have like one story from the mountains that just you feel like you should share with us right now on this chairlift? Something that will pique our interest. Something w- would. <laughs> Why am I saying it like this? <laughs> don't I'm trying to wonder. I, I, we, we, well, I was saying we don't know if we've said it before about him getting maced in the face in Whistler. Well, you just I mean, maced in the face. Just spoiled the ending anyway. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that story about you getting maced in the face. I'll do that, I'll do that story in thirty seconds. New Year's Eve, Whistler, Main Square, Millennium, New Year, countdown, countdown. Like we're in the Main Square. Jen, you were there, I think. We yeah. were all there. Yeah, we were. It's I was in his dad's shiny shoes, so he can get into the nightclub. Yeah. On the Africas, <laughs> and all of a sudden we're there, and it's a massive. Everyone's packed to the rafters not not rafters packed to the shoulders squeezing in and out like all of a sudden you hear 10 9 8 I was like where and I looked around and I couldn't find any of my mates because it was so packed and then there was a big push of the crowd and the crowd pushed me and all of a sudden I felt wet on my face and I was like what's that what someone just sprayed beer on me or something 5 4 
three. Ah! And then the burn hit me. And, uh, and as uh, the millennium came in, literally the bells was like, my eyes were burning like neat hot needles, hot needles in my eyes. And all I was doing was like, ah! And I couldn't find anyone. I could hear everyone cheering. Happy New Year! I'd lost Jenny. I'd lost everyone. I'd lost all my mates. They and for all you know, like the hottest babes in the world could have been wishing you Happy New Year, but you couldn't yeah. see them. You couldn't see anything. I was just rubbing my eyes. And, and then I spent about three hours rubbing my eyes because it was, it was so painful. You literally thought that 2000 was the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, was, that, was that story quickly. Yeah, um, it was going to be the end of the world at one point, wasn't it? Well, that's what the millennium I mean. bug. Remember the yeah. millennium bug? Well, we all had that anxiety, and then Kendall's walking around with his eyes on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't worried about the millennium bug at that point. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that's got to be ones with me and you, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, you've got you both have to. There's been another New Year's Eve when we've been there, like in a fracas. I was kicked in the face one New Year's Eve. Oh, that was a that was a that was another party house party. That was this year, and that was that was the we could hear ten nine as we were all on our hands and knees in a cul-de-sac, having been arrested by the police for fighting. We'll save that story. But we for didn't. Time, we it? didn't start that one. I, I just remember you watched, stood around. It was like an American Pie scene. Stood around the, the poker table with the red cups or whatever, and all of a sudden I looked across the kitchen and Tim was being dragged out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and like literally, I was like, "Where's Tim going? What's going on?" And then all of a sudden there was a big brawl out on the and like the American guys didn't like us. They wanted to. Mm. Teach us a lesson. Uh, what about the time when we, we went on your skidoo, Timo, and we were told not to go past the certain bit of the lake on the skidoo? When you were riding the skidoo. I mean, if that if funny. that was the if that was the thing on the on the film, the little premise, I'd I'd hit play. <laughs> in my in my memory, this is like, you know, when when the bus in speed jumps the gap <laughs> in the thing. This is how I think of this memory because like we. <laughs> <laughs> we got on this skidoo, we were out on this lake, and I don't think it was your own skidoo at that point. Were we just... No, we'd rented mate? them. They were rentals. And skidoo. a guy went, he went, go where you want, just go on the lake and go wherever you want. Just do not go past, just do not go past that, that line of rocks. And we went, yeah, cool. And Tim got on and went, <laughs> Tim was so excited. We went, get on the back, Gendo, get on the back. And I just got on the back and we were running around this lake and we were flying along. And all of a sudden, I looked across and we went past the rocks. And, and, and I was banging Tim on the on the back. And I was like, damn, we got past the rocks. <laughs> and, like, and he was like, what, what? And then, and like, and then I, I felt us both freeze as we looked forward to see this like ditch ravine thing. Oh. And, and it was like, it was like a solid ditch. Like, and I was like, we were going full speed. And I was like, we're dead. We're going head first in that. We're dead. We're going to stop dead. We're going to like, our heads are going to come off. And so Tim, at that point, decided not to, like, slow down. He was like, I'm going to jump it. <laughs> oh, my. And I Are swear to God, I swear it? to God, I'm like, I've never, I remember the fear and all I could do was like, and I was like, he's going to try and jump it. And I just, and I held <laughs> on to him. Like Dumb and Dumber. Held on to his waist. Yeah, like Dumb and Dumber. As hold as I could and put my head sideways and was like, oh my God, we're going to die. And I was like, I'm going to hit him and he's going to break his back in half and we're going to die. And then all of a sudden we just went, we just went, whoop, and we didn't jump the ravine. What we must have done is like go down it, but with enough speed to just bounce 
off the other side, the upslope, and we went. And in, in my memory, we were in the air for like a minute. We were. <laughs> Kendall was weightless, holding on to me with his legs above his head. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, like flying, and then we landed and just went. We were still going. We, cr- I swear to God, when I see the, the bus in speed jumping, that was being on my. That's me and Tim. We never thought we'd make it alive, and we made it over oh, somehow. I love that. That's, That's a great story. Oh, I love that. We're at the top of the chair already. Mm. Here we are, ready to make some tracks. Oh, brunch. So this is the section of the podcast we call Making Tracks, and all of our guests that come into the log cabin get a chance to essentially add their three favourite songs, um, three favourite ski or snowboard-related songs to our ever-growing Spotify playlist. Mm. Link in show notes, Ollie. Link in show notes. Link in show notes. So um, we've asked you to think about three tracks, one one that you get ready to. So boots on. What w- What's the perfect day? It is powder, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah. Powder, blue skies getting ready what song are you putting on either to motivate you get you amped. um okay i'm gonna go for an old schooler um only because it's the one i think uh, and I, I loved it before i'd even ridden powder but in my head i remember for years when i first rode powder it would be in my head when i was riding powder still um and that's because it's from Oddman Out, the old Ooh. snowboard movie, the classic one. Look it up. What year did Oddman Out come out to me? 94. 94. Our, our friend Christian Stevenson made that film and I had it on VHS. Used to listen to it. Uh, had the soundtrack as well on on CD and used to watch that film religiously. And it was Slide Away by Oasis. Oh. That was the powder kind of section. I don't know where they were in St. Anton, maybe in the video. That was such an amazing powder section. And one of my favourite songs of all time. And it was never a single. Best song on the album, I think. Very 90s. Mm. It's good, though. Jenny, you're right. You're about to fall asleep, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just totally listening to Gendal. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, look. Just listening to him like I was on the sofa. Sorry. You know, this song, Slide Away, mm. um, like you say, very 90s, very synonymous mm. with snowboarders that that forged their love of the of the sport in those years. My sister being one of them. And my sister was living in at the time living in New Zealand and she'd flown back. And when she flew back, she managed to coincide it with Oasis playing at Wembley. And I got a tickets to go and see Oasis at Wembley. We all went as a family. And they played Slide Away, which oh, is nice. Heidi's favourite song because she absolutely Aww. loves it. Like Gendel, loves the snowboarding connection. Just she has it in her head when she snowboards. And that first, like, brown of the like... guitar. She turned to me and she, went, she just absolutely <laughs> burst into tears right there in yeah. Wembley. Yeah, it was amazing. It's still the one from like the earliest snowboard memories. Okay, that's your getting ready song. What is your actual making track song? And this is this is riding. This is oh, enjoying God. the day. What what are you listening to? Oh. I don't want to put a song into your head, but I, we never mentioned it earlier. 
the the jump in the line, Harry. What's what's the name? <gasps> Harry Belafonte. Harry jump Belafonte. Rag That, yeah. that yeah. song you uh, used it in the movie. You used it in in for the Alaska section. It's so good. How did yeah. it come? How did that come around? You using that song? That was on the very last day in Alaska. On the we were driving down because of the scene there's a scene in the film where we go bowling and i think it was the that was the last scene we shot for the whole film and we were driving down to um god what's the place aliaska like uh the, the, the main city to film at the bowling alley and that song came in my head and i was like and i put it on in the car for some reason i put it on in the car and i was playing it to jono and um, I was like, has this ever been used in a ski film or a snowboard film? Surely it has. It has. It must have been. Has it ever been played? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, how good would this be for the, for the Alaska section? How good would it be in the film? It's so, and we listened to it and I've played it again. I was like, it would be so amazing. And then I was like, as if we're ever going to get rights to use that song. Yeah. No chance, no no chance ever. Um, and Spot, we went back and in the summer, I cut the i cut the alaska section the rough edit to that song because it was still the dream song for it and i wanted to i wanted jackie and elise to see it to that song because they weren't i did tell them i think on the last dinner i was like i've got an idea for a song it'd be amazing but we'll never get it but it'd be amazing but i'll cut something to it anyway and sent it over to them um so they saw the first cut of it and really liked it i think and then and then they were they were obviously they were like the producers of the film so they were across all the music stuff and trying to get rights. And that basically took up the full music budget. <laughs> that song. But even then, even then I think it was a mates rates deal. Really? Some kind of mates, like uh, at least knew someone who worked in Hollywood and do, does music rights for movies and managed to, I don't know, speak to the right person. Like it was, it, at, like, at first we were like we'll never get that song no way uh but but elise worked worked her magic and jackie you know they were so good with all that stuff um and managed to get it couldn't believe it couldn't believe we got so, it in the film i'm not i don't yeah i know it's your choice but can we put this one into the yes, riding section absolutely It is actually the perfect song because it's the crescendo, obviously. Um, it is actually the perfect song because it's the crescendo of the movie and it and it sets the tone really well. So yeah, that's our like family song. That's your family song like with Dan and the girls. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's such a good song. Play it on a holiday, we all play it, and then the girls get when they were little, they just get the dance floor and be like, yeah, it, it was. It's so it's a good song when you if you've ever edited something by the by the time you've edited anything you hate the song song, you hate the song and i still love that song yeah and and, and i must have watched that section we got me and john had gone back to that section so many times to change it and tweak it and it never it never i never got bored of it so yeah nice classic so finally big down the hill the legs are tired your bum's sore um 
you're walking into the apres bar. I don't know if you got changed by this point. Are you a, a direct straight to bar apres kind of guy at this point? Are you are you going home to get changed first? Slapping on a bit of Paco Rabanne. What what are you doing? <laughs> and when you do, when you do Lynx get Africa, in, mate. Links Africa. Links Africa. Last oh, week I, I stayed. I stayed with Gendel the other week in uh, in the hotel, and he got out a can of Links Africa. I didn't even know yeah. you could still get it. Yeah. Me neither. I'd basically forgotten my deodorant and I went to the corner shop because we had a gig that night and I was like, went to the, and I saw a can of Link, Links Africa and I was like, you can still find it. And I got it. I got it. And I went back to the room and I put so much on. Did Camilla oh. smell you, smell that on you when you got home? Well, she must she have was. been like, what the heck? I, I, no, I've, I'm, I've still been using it. It's one of those little travel ones. <laughs> And lately, it's just been. Does it smell all right? Yeah. It, what's it smell like? It smell it right. Smells like Africa. being. It smells, it smells like, like being fifteen year old, year old <laughs> yeah. at school. That's what it smells like. Excellent. Excellent. Right, so come on then, apre, um, apre song. Yeah, party. I'm just gonna go classic apre. You know, the first season I ever did, like full season, in Meyerhofen, Austria, when I was seventeen. Nineteen eighty-three. Nineteen eighty-three. I worked in a in a a nightclub called the Arena. Oh. Glass, glass collecting still and this there, song this is still there yeah this song came out this year um it is venga boys but i'm not gonna <laughs> go for i'm not gonna go for the venga bus i want to go for boom 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 i want you in my room Going on our playlist. Our that's playlist. it. That's on the playlist. I'm afraid so. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Venga Boys uh, is on the playlist. It's there. Someone will have that playlist whilst riding, just like you know, and it'll have some amazing yeah, songs on it. And then how happy Venga Boys will come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why does everyone normally say cool stuff? It's a real mix, actually. We've got some amazing stuff on there. Like it is, it we is a real mix. really good stuff. Yeah, it's like, a total mix. I yeah. mean, it's got Metallica on it, so now Metallica sit alongside. Venga boys. Yeah, make sure they go back to back on the playlist. <laughs> right. It's been a brilliant day. Gendo, thank you for coming. Sorry for it's taken me. us so long to get you in the in the log cabin. No, it's been it's been really fun. Thank you for having me. Loved it. And um yeah, hope I did okay. Ah, oh, of course you, you can't, did. You can't not do okay. Yeah. Like it's fine. Mm. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. great. Lovely to see you. Have I you finished your Bailey's? Have you finished your Bailey's? Uh yeah, it's your just... vomit Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> It's just the remains of orange juice and uh, oh. one ice cube left. I told yeah. you it was like sick. Yeah. Thank you for that, though. It was delicious, Holly. Yeah, no worries, man. Anytime. And um, well done to the movie. We, we are really proud of you. And listeners, of course, uh, Red Bull TV, you can watch here, Hold My Kid, now. And in America, Go on. it's out on Outside. The outside oh, Outside TV. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. I know. Just, just came out uh, today. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Nice. Mm. Well, cheers, Gendo. Thanks so much for coming in. And Thank uh, you. safe journey back. Don't forget your coat if you bought one. And um... I did because it's really cold outside. Thanks. I'll grab it now and yeah. be on and... my way. All right. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks, guys. I'll go now. <laughs> cheers, man. Right, cheers. Close the door. Close the door. Oh, well, here I go. Close it right. now. That was nice, wasn't it? That was nice. He's not wrong, though, about speaking to him 18 times a day. Yeah, but I mean, you two are like um, brothers or 
I don't know, lovers or both or something. We should get your guys' best friends on here because it's actually really hard to try and ask questions. Of I just wonder people. that. I bet you were just like, there's too many things. And you're like, how do I sort of... Do you know what's weirder? I could mm. have almost answered your His... questions for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to go tomato ketchup because um, (laughs) that's how Gendel asks for tomato ketchup in any country. In any foreign country. Ah, Um, Do you have any tomato ketchup? Do you have any tomato ketchup? His voice goes eight octaves higher. (laughs) I didn't do it because I was like, he's being a he's a producer now and uh i must yeah i must not you did a lot of seasons with him didn't you You lived yeah a lot of i seasons. did i did one of, i did my the our both did our second season yeah the whistler one and uh we he was in the house with all like there was like eight other dudes and in this whistler house and it was oh it was good fun it was really really good fun we had a riding like he said that the whistle laps were just so much fun and all the parties and stuff would go to we were only just old enough you know it was exciting he didn't mention any of the hot tub in that we did after the oh yeah <laughs> not, not, not me and him specifically Family just right. you two. <laughs> he's married now jen so are you I mean, yeah, just the adventures of going around. That was just what people did in Whistler. You'd go in as many hot tubs as you could find after, like, all the clubs had closed. But, yeah, because Kathy G, his sister, I was, I'm still very close with. So, um, yeah, and she was amongst all that. But, anyway, blah, blah, blah. That's it, guys. That is it for another week of the APRO. Oh, Oh. You say but, another week. I mean, we, we haven't been around for fucking ages. Oh, but anyway, oh, well, yeah, I was going to say we'll be back next week for more, but who knows? <laughs> no, we done. will. We will be back. It transpires. It's actually very difficult to organise four people's um, calendars that know. all align, especially yeah. when we've all got kids and jobs Ooh. and rubbish stuff. We are gonna though, because I love it. I love it. I love listening to all that, and uh, so we must do more. Yeah, we must. In the meantime, we'd love for you to get in touch with us. Yes, um, we would. <laughs> give us your mountain stories. Let us know what you're doing, where you're going, what you've been up to, anything else that you feel we should be saying on this podcast. You know what to do. Drop us an email, theappraypod at gmail.com. We do read all of them. All seven we read. Yep. More you often. can also follow us, though, on Instagram. Yes, you can. That's the one I like as well, theappraypod, at theappraypod, just to, just to be clear. Yeah, just to throw it in there as well, we're also on Discord, but I can't remember what our Discord is, but you can go there. It must Find be Apple or something. <laughs> show notes. Link, link in the show notes. I'll just pull the fucking links in the show notes. I'm very sweary again today. You've I'm done put... loads of swearing. I know. I just can you swear. That, can I just say though, on that box? Yeah, on that, on that. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. But on that, on that Apple Pod on the Instagram at mm. the Apple Pod. Please leave us voice notes about your winter trips because we really love hearing that. So maybe ones that you've got coming up or ones that you've done or I don't know. Yeah. Just what what other style would you like, Ollie? Uh, I would like it in uh, because we've had Gendel on in the style of a um, (laughs) movie trailer voiceover. (laughs) <laughs> do you think people will do that come on people don't know we'll yeah. find out let's see but anyway yeah 
I'll give somebody a kid's extra small Oakley helmet worn once if they do us a movie style voice trailer. There you go. I've got There's two of them in the I've got two of them in the attic. Don't fit the kids anymore. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, uh, tell your mates where they can find us as well, and we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.